You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hey, Mitch. 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 So here we are, episode two of Hey Mitch on the Geek Elite Radio Network. What? I thought this was at least episode three or five. Nope, nope. I'm already bringing back guests from, from episode one oh, for episode goodness. two. That's right. Chris Jeetzy is once again joining me on Hey Mitch. Um, you're probably going to hear a lot of him throughout this show because he's going to be around a lot. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm around. You think he's not there, but then all of a sudden... Poof from the shadows. Ninja. I'm there. <laughs> Every time. Every time. That's okay. What are we going to talk about today? <laughs> this is your show. Your name is in the title. Is that I, how it's supposed to work? I think you're supposed to decide on what we're talking it, about. Am I supposed to decide? Or at least, like, have a general idea. <laughs> Nah. That was my understanding. No, no. But... I go in blind, and I just shoot from the hip every Sweet. time. Sweet. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I mean... Last weekend, we went to a hockey game. We did. Hockey, you know, not a, a sport that I watch often, but when I do, I really get into it. It is a very enjoyable sport. You know what? I actually have, after watching that game, since that that was the first... NHL like in season game that I've ever been to. Uh-huh. It was amazing. First of all, first home game of the Coyotes right. for the season. So shit was just insane. <laughs> so much fun. It was so much fun. I am actually kind of getting into sports now because before I was like, fuck sports. I like playing sports. <laughs> I don't enjoy watching them though. So wait, that means, does that mean you ventured out from just hockey now? No. Oh. No, so, just, so we're just with, off hockey. with hockey. <laughs> just with hockey so far. Uh, so just you're more appreciative of sports in general just because of how much of a good time you had? Yeah, like I, I, I looked up scores and <laughs> rankings. You heard it here, folks. Next year he's going to be playing... Fantasy hockey. I looked into fantasy <laughs> hockey, actually. He's going to be knowing stats and which goalies are the best. And I'm going to say Mike Smith is probably up right there. Now, Mike Smith is probably one of the best. <laughs> Goalie for the Arizona Coyotes did not let a puck go by him, except for the one. He let one go. But that was like... That, that one came out of nowhere. It really though. did. It was, it like, was an amazing goal. They were they had just the Coyotes had just scored, and I think they were still kind of in the cel- cel- celebratory. Yeah, because it like, was phase. like not even twenty seconds later, 
that the penguins were like, oh, you guys just scored? Well, so did we now. What's up? <laughs> the, I think the announcer for the arena for the game it hadn't even like said who the goal was made by yet yeah, or anything. They hadn't announced that anyone <laughs> scored yet. Nothing had happened. And then he just, oh, Coyotes score by this player. Penguins score by this player. <laughs> But after that, Mike Smith was on his game. He, oh, my God. He became the Great Wall of China. I he went, stopped everything. I went back and watched highlights from that game because I was so pumped by that game. You watched highlights from the game that, that you I, were at. That I watched live, yes, so that I could see better angles and stuff. Okay, fair enough. And holy shit, Mike Smith was doing work. <laughs> Yeah, by the end of that game, he looked tired, <laughs> well, which I, I could understand. They took a lot of shots at him. Absolutely. And actually, so far, the Coyotes are undefeated. That's good to know. Whereas the Penguins, who are usually my team, it looks like they might win their first game tonight. <laughs> it's in progress right now, and they're up. That was funny is that I uh it seemed like there were just as many penguin fans at the Coyotes game as there were Coyotes fans. It's true. And I think that always um is attributed to the fact that Arizona is a very much a transplant state. Like people oh, are absolutely. always from somewhere else. Not a lot of people are born in Arizona for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean Living in the desert, we usually want to get the hell out because <laughs> it's so hot. And, you know, I'm one of those people. I was born in North Carolina, but for some reason, I'm a, I'm a Niners fan. I was born in Virginia. See? So. <laughs> but, no, yeah, a lot of people usually bring their uh, home team spirit from other places, which is fine because it still helps fill out the stands. It's true. <laughs> Virginia doesn't have their own teams. I think they're all part other of that. Other than minor teams. Aren't so. they all part? Isn't Virginia still part of that, like, uh, Patriots, New England? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of Patriots fans there, but I know because, I mean, Virginia is part of the South, technically. Technically, yeah. So, so they probably like some. Although they are like the most northern southern <laughs> state, so that makes sense. So, yeah, that's what I, I that was a great game. So I just want to say thank you for getting me that ticket and inviting me along. Absolutely. Apparently, it was the only game scheduled that the Penguins will be playing the Coyotes in Arizona. So it was my only chance ostensibly, to see the Penguins play. <laughs> you mean you weren't going to be going to Pittsburgh? Or? Uh, mm, no. <laughs> Let me see, what's the closest other uh, hockey t- that NHL team? San Diego doesn't have an a- NHL team, right? No, there's... Uh, so the LA Kings? An- well, Anaheim. Oh, the Ducks. Anaheim Ducks, okay. So that one, it might have been a nice, cool little trip. Yeah, but. I mean, the, that's weird. California has like four teams now that I think about it, because they got the Sharks, they've got the Ducks, the Kings, and there's probably some other one that I can't remember. <laughs> but so the, two of those teams is already in the L.A. area, yeah. the L.A. Anaheim area. That's so, so strange. Yeah, that's well, that's what they're going to be doing. Like, uh, well, you got for football and NFL, you got the San Diego Chargers, the San Francisco Forty ers the Oakland Raiders, and I think that's it. But they keep talking about getting a team in L.A. 
The <laughs> L.A. Raiders, it used to be the L.A. Raiders after it was the Oakland Raiders, and then it went back to the Oakland Raiders. So they're always talking about maybe the Rams going over to L.A. or Oakland coming back to L.A. I think it's, I think like L.A. is used as a Trump to, to like other, other cities. Like, look, if you don't give us a new stadium, we're just going to go to L.A. And then <laughs> they just throw that out there all the time. I I mean I guess that makes sense. I I don't know. <laughs> you know cuz LA is like one of the main cities in the country, so it's kind of weird that they don't have every sports team. That's true. They have what two two baseball teams? Don't Angels they also and the have Dodgers? Two basketball teams? The Clippers and the and the Lakers, yeah. So yeah, they that that is weird. They just don't have a football team. L.A., you have enough teams. <laughs> you don't need any more. Yeah, but it's also L.A. has you know like a super high population. Yeah, but there aren't. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say there aren't like fifty teams in New York, but there are. <laughs> so never mind. And that's even less space. <laughs> it is. <laughs> New York's like a what? I, I, I've never been there. I just I I think it's like. A five mile radius or something not like even that, that much. Yeah. But there's like the most people living there. Ridiculous. Because everything's built up. Whereas out here we build everything to. out. Yeah, they have to build everything on top of We have plenty of, of space. We're like, fuck it. There's still <laughs> desert over there that we haven't made our bitch. <laughs> you know what else was this past weekend? And something that we've always talked about. NYCC. New York ah, Comic Con. That's like, I think... I think that could possibly be the like second biggest Comic Con of the year after San Diego. I would say so, probably. Yeah, because you know the, both companies and now a lot more entertainment goes there too. True. So that, I think that's when you can tell that it's becoming bigger. Just like San Diego's super huge with entertainment business. But uh, did you see anything? Any news of anything coming out of New York Comic Con that you thought was interesting? You know, I. I actually haven't looked up much on San Diego Comic Con. That's New York Comic Con. Re- New York Comic Con. <laughs> see, I can't even keep it straight. <laughs> well, see, that's because we don't live over on the East Coast. We don't even think about going to that one that much. You know? True. It's not like, but it's not like San Diego Comic Con where we 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 try to go every year. Very true. <laughs> but the other one that we always wanted to go to, oh, Dragon Con. Oh, we have yet to go to the Dragon my Con. God. And like I told you before, I don't even know what goes on at Dragon Con other than people standing in a lobby. Just <laughs> and dress up. Non-stop parties. I just, in that's costumes. what I assume what it is. That's all we ever see from it. That must be all that's there. That must be it. So I, I'm okay with doing <laughs> parties and costumes for a four-day weekend. Right? <laughs> just sounds amazing. So one day, one day we're gonna get there. It's gonna be amazing. Absolutely. And then one day we're gonna we're gonna rent out that travel bus, that tour bus, yes. and we're just gonna travel from con to con every weekend, making a movie. <laughs> That's right, filming the whole thing documentary style. It's gonna be glorious, fantastic. One thing, one thing. I, so the one thing I saw that came out of NYCC, the trailer for Batman: Bad Blood, the animated movie. Oh yeah, I saw something about that. Frank Miller, right? Has something to do with it? I don't know if Frank Miller has anything to do with it. It's, I could have it's, swore it, well, something. It looks like... I, I watched the trailer, and it looks like it's based off of uh, when Batman was dead. Air quotes. 
Ah, so time Dick Grayson time bullet. <laughs> so Dick Grayson takes over for Batman, and you know everybody's kind of going, "Oh no, I should be the next Batman," kind of thing. So no one, <laughs> no everybody wants, everybody wants Dick Grayson to be Batman, but no one wants to follow Dick Grayson to be Batman. So I, I think, I mean, I think it's weird because the animated movies, it, it, just for the Batman section of it, because that's the way. Warner Brothers Animated does it. Right. They do a Batman movie, and then they do a Justice League movie. And then they do a Batman movie, and then they do a Justice League movie. They can't ever do a Superman movie anymore, a Wonder Woman movie, a Green Lantern movie. We've had a couple of Superman movies. Every now and then, he gets thrown in with Batman. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's like, hey, here's both of them. <laughs> but like they had the son of Batman, then they had... Uh, this recent one was oh my god you know you're absolutely right there were like five batman ones almost <laughs> in a row in the last year and a half two years yeah exactly Holy crap so it was son of batman and then the the batman versus robin yeah. and then now this batman bad blood which all, all seem to be following the same story because they all have damien in it and but the but it's out of order because true because it's Son of Batman would have happened, and then uh, this Bad Blood one where Batman dies. Right. And then the Batman versus Robin, which follows the Court of Owls, happens in New 52. So that's weird that it's out of order like that. That is strange. Hmm. What, did you watch uh, the Batman versus Robin or the Son of Batman? I saw Son of Batman. I th- I think I didn't get around to watching Batman versus Robin. I enjoyed it. Like the, I forget who it was. They had voice talent, but it was. I thought it was a good choice. He uh, sounded good. Um, that's one thing I want to talk to you about is because you are usually a very good critic of voice actors. Me, I can't. I can barely ever tell <laughs> who it is that's doing a voice. Right. Like if I'm in the other room and I hear that car commercial with John Hamm, I'm like, I know that's John Hamm, just because I know it's John Hamm. Right. But other than that, I'm usually like, who is that? And I have to search the internet. And with commercials, it's not always easy. It's very <laughs> difficult with commercials. But like, if it's an animated movie, obviously IMDb will tell you who it is. So what did you think of the voice of Damien? Because I think that's who they've used for the last two movies, if you uh, remember. Uh, you know what? I don't quite remember but i do remember hating damien which is how i felt about him in the comics because he's a little piece of shit just a little asshole so i think they did a really good job (laughs) okay that's good no i just like I, i i do like the animated movies um because they they give you definitely something different than the live action movies um, they obviously stay a little bit closer to what you get from the comic books. A lot of the time. A lot of the time. I'm looking at you, first flight. <laughs> yeah. Um, much better than <laughs> the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie. Uh, mm, that's a close race to the bottom. <laughs> okay, it, was, it wasn't a great movie, obviously, but... Come on. Uh, I don't know, man. I Well, I fell asleep during First Flight, oh, first of all. And you're a big Green Lantern fan. I am a big Green Lantern fan. <laughs> and I like Christopher Maloney. I was really looking forward to him being Hal Jordan. <laughs> and I was disappointed. 
disappointed. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's funny. Well, then, what? Which one? Which ones of the animated movies have you liked? Uh, most of them. I, I mean, I. I know uh, you ended up liking uh, the Dark Knight Returns, right? Yes, because actually, part one and part two. Yeah. Even I know I don't like the actual comic book. I don't like the comic book either. But so I never got around to watching the animated movie. It's it's better, I think. <laughs> it's it's like Watchmen all over again. Like, Good. Fucking the comic book sucked. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Watchmen <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> Space octopus, are you fucking kidding me? But the movie... Is pretty good. I really enjoyed Watchmen. Which is funny because the movie almost for panel for panel follows the comic book up until the space squid robot. Exactly. <laughs> That's the major problem with the book. <laughs> Stupid space octopus. <laughs> that was a terrible idea. Like, I'm so glad Zack Snyder made that decision to change that last part. I mean, for it makes real. sense to have uh, Dr. Manhattan be the bad guy or the fake bad guy, however you say it. He's way too powerful in that. <laughs> Very true. So, other than uh, Dark Knight Returns, part one, part two, uh, what's one that you really enjoy? Because like, they never had a Flash animated one, right? No. Like but, Flash Solo. Right. Uh, they. Oh, well, I guess... Well, they did adapt uh, a mostly Flash story, which is uh, Flashpoint Paradox. That's true. That is mostly about Barry, kind of, but also the rest of the. It was a big event. You so know, the uh, Flashpoint the Paradox. Universe. I actually got to watch that one at SDCC when they premiered it. Right. I thought I was being cool, but then I came home and everybody, everybody was like, oh, that's already been on TV and shit. It's already been on download. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's not fair. But no, I, I remember watching that. And I remember, like, they could have been they could have been this way before, but I remember watching that one thing. The cartoons have gotten a lot darker at Flashpoint Paradox because that's when you saw, well, you didn't quite see it, but you heard it. Wonder Woman kills a group of kids. You see everything up until the up actual until the, yeah the actual point that they die. Then it like slightly pans away, <laughs> just you, out of frame. The children die, and you know what's going on. You know exactly what happened. They so might the, even have like blood spatter come into the frame. I'm pretty sure they do. But like after that, it, it seemed like they all kind of went that way with the darkness, like the Batman assault on on Arkham, like. What's his face gets his head blown off yeah. right at the beginning, so that was that's why I think it's like these animated movies are getting up there. You know, good production value, always great uh, voice directing. So it's Andrea Romano; she does a great job. Absolutely, I you know, I think there's only been a handful of them that I don't like, like off the top of my head, uh, Superman Doom. Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah, that's Doom the one. is the one that's it's oh, Tower yeah. of Babel. Yeah, Doom is the the Justice League one. Just, yeah. So yeah, Superman Doomsday. Yeah, that was horrible. That was really really bad. <laughs> like even the voice acting was bad. Like yeah. I don't know if the voice acting was bad, but the voice casting was bad. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Yeah. So there's... And I remember that. We watched that one together when it first came out. We it did. was a big deal because there wasn't too many animated movies out yet. Right. So we, we went that and got... Was one of the first ones. We went and picked that one up and just... Oh, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> so there's that one and then um oh i just had another one in my mind that i didn't like either well you know what oh, the other, well oh. first flight but well, i yeah. mentioned that <laughs> one <laughs> the other one i didn't like oh i guess no i guess i didn't read it i didn't watch it because i didn't like the book that it was based off was uh super all-star superman like I've heard, it's great. That one was actually pretty good, also. But I don't see. And once again, Frank Miller, like Frank Miller's book, and and Frank Quietly's art, and I just like, oh, when I was reading it, it hurt me. Yeah, it, I didn't even like it. No, that makes complete sense. <laughs> I that was a Frank Miller book, right? I know, I know, he did Bat All Star Batman and Robin. He definitely did. You know that that seems like it's way too normal. To be Frank Miller, though. <laughs> well, okay. Like, oh, maybe it was Grant Morrison. It is Grant Morrison. Okay. Now that you mention it. And I do like Grant Morrison stories. I just, I guess I couldn't get past the Frank Quietly art. Though. It is really ugly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everybody's pudgy. <laughs> if I want to see pudgy people, I look out the window. I Everybody's see... <laughs> pudgy and, like, slightly out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he paints in watercolors, almost. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll, you know what? I might have to go back and give that a, a, a it's chance. It's pretty good. Okay. I, it takes some getting used to because they do emulate Frank Quitely's art in it. But after a little while, you kind of ignore it. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Good. And I'm not even a Superman fan. The, like, actually, you're the opposite I, of a Superman fan. I am. I don't <laughs> like Superman very much. I like what he does. I like him being a symbol. You like what he, he stands for? He can do things that other people can't. Not just powers-wise. Like, talking mostly about him being a symbol. Like, he, he can rally the world. Kind of thing. Right. Whereas... He's about the only one in the DC universe. <laughs> that's, that that's also true. Yeah, there's many stories where it's he. It, they need him to come out of retirement or yeah. to become something. So that that's Flashpoint paradox. It's the whole once the 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 Barry figures out what needs to be done, he has to get Superman, who isn't really a uh, an icon yet, right? He's because he's been held by the government for so long. To come out and be like, look, you're the only one that can get all these people together. So, And he's completely different. <laughs> True. Very much so. Another thing we did over the past week was we saw The Martian. Yes. Oh, and I've God. gone over many times how much I like this movie. Like, everything <sighs> about this movie was just great. Right? And, I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Matt Damon fan, I would say. Like, most of the movies that he's done, I like. Yeah, I've... Who doesn't? A lot of people. Like I, I listen to a lot of people, and a lot of people say they just don't like Matt Damon. I don't know why. I don't understand I mean, it ob- either. Obviously, a lot of people do like Matt Damon because he's a huge star. True. His his movies do bring in a big box office all the time. But the more like I listen to certain people, I guess you, you could say, they always have these, these gripes with Matt Damon. It's like the same with Mark Wahlberg or... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, there's always these uh, such a, a large, voiceless group of haters for these people. Fair enough. <laughs> I, you know, that's 
They're just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, obviously, these guys all have big box office pull, so they have a, a good following, but I don't know. I'm just saying, Matt Damon, I thought, did a great job. I've never read the book that it's based off of. I haven't either. And from what I understand, it's pretty close, the movie is. Uh, there's uh, key, There's other certain parts that are left out and certain things that are changed. Like, I guess all the GoPro stuff wasn't quite uh, GoPro or like it wasn't video diary throughout the uh, the whole book. It was a lot of him just typing a journal. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's it's just something that you kind of need to do in film, right? Because you're watching a movie. Yeah, and it works a lot better than watching someone write something down. Right. This in this way, it gives Matt Damon as an actor a chance to act directly to the camera, True. which you don't usually do traditionally in a movie. So, but like the jokes were funny. Like, oh, yeah. like the personality of this Mark Watney uh, astronaut, you know, being stuck on Mars, you could really just, if you were stuck on Mars and you knew there was really nothing that anybody could do to save you, I'd probably just crawl up into a ball and start crying <laughs> for like the good two weeks. Right. <laughs> probably dehydrate and die. You probably would have gone through the those... Five steps really quickly. <laughs> Real quick. And then just start it over. <laughs> but he just, he's cracking jokes and figuring things out. So I thought that was, you know, that was that was what was incredible to me. Yeah. Ridley Scott. I mean, the man knows space movies. He's done a lot of them. He sure has. Usually it's it's uh, not this type of space. It's, it's more, uh, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> it usually is much more fiction. Whereas... You know, I I saw somebody uh, describe this movie as like a love letter to science, and I couldn't agree more. Like, science as a concept was the main protagonist in this movie, not Matt Damon. That's true. Yeah, you, I, I like that. I hadn't, I hadn't read that or I hadn't heard that yet. Like, from what I, yeah, what I've read, though, a lot of... Uh, Smart people, smarter than me, who's saying, you know, the science is pretty good and is really good in this. The only thing was that the the big storm, the big catalyst for the movie, right. wouldn't really happen that way because the atmosphere is so thin up there that it wouldn't have knocked over anything or really made that much damage. Fair enough. So, I mean, if that's the biggest gripe, we needed something <laughs> to have to, to make there be a problem, then I'm okay. I agree. I absolutely agree. But when... Oh, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say... I don't know if I want to get too into spoilers for this movie. I just... It was a great movie. I'll just say that there wasn't a single moment in this movie that I wasn't engaged and thoroughly entertained. Exactly. (laughs) And then I know one thing is... I didn't want to look at another potato. (laughs) (laughs) Not for a while. Makes complete sense. But Vicodin covered potatoes. That's another story. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just great stuff. I right mean, that's there. just a great condiment when you run out of ketchup, as, a, as we've been told. My dog drinks really loudly. He does. <laughs> <sighs> um, so we talked about this earlier. You're a pretty huge Flash fan. I, would you say, would you say, say of just the DC is probably your favorite hero? Yeah, that's a safe bet. 
Because I would say that maybe in Marvel, Daredevil takes it a little higher than Flash. Yeah, I mean, it it kind of fluctuates depending on the day, depending on like what mood I'm in. <laughs> Whether or not you're watching a Flash episode or watching the series of Daredevil on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I could see that. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, do I want like grim, dark, kind of like beating the streets or do I want kind of more like optimistic like adam westy type adventures <laughs> well i guess that is a little bit more adam westy <laughs> but so then i w- let's let's talk about the first season because we're into the second season of the flash now right two episodes in and two episodes have been pretty good i would say i absolutely agree so the first season i was a fan i probably not the big wasn't the biggest fan i just I thought a lot of it was was still cheesy, and it was a little Adam Westy, but the storytelling gets much better towards the end. True. I I remember you having issue with <laughs> The Flash early on in that first season. But you know what? The, the thing is, is that they, they, keep, they keep getting it right, in my eyes, as a comic book reader. Right. Like, every step they take towards a new episode or a bigger story becomes something that's closer to what I recognize from the comic books, which doesn't happen often in adapted or comic book adapted uh, entertainment, movie or TV wise. But Flash is, seems to be doing that, and now Arrow it seems to be following suit, at least in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, it almost seems like Arrow is taking their cues from Flash now, like. Because Arrow, let's all agree that it didn't follow the comic. For God's sake, he's fucking Batman. He he's is not. Batman. <laughs> he's not Green Arrow. <laughs> he might look like Green Arrow, but he's goddamn Batman. And they they do take a lot of storyline from Batman. I mean, I know that the comic books in recent history and a, a little bit in the past have poked fun at the Green Arrow for. Being a lot like Batman, right? Even the Injust- Injustice comic book, you know, talks about how he, he has he has the Arrow Cave. And he's like, well, you really just didn't get anything original, did you, Ollie? Why didn't you call it something like the Quiver? That makes more sense. But when written good or written well, he is his own character. Oh, absolutely. And they, the show has made it so that. You can tell that you're watching a lot of Batman storyline. So they're even, you know, to the point where Rachel Ghoul was the big. Rachel Ghoul in the League of Assassins was the big uh, bad for last season. And everybody who's anybody knows. Rachel Ghoul is a Batman thing. We we even had a movie with him, with Christian Bale. Yeah. Kind of kicked off like the biggest comic book movie. Uh, franchise well until marvel came along anyway, well then fair enough just obliterated them but <laughs> that's a different story that is a different story um but first season yes yes i would i would sit there and i'd be like oh, i can't believe they do this to the flash i can't believe they did that to the flash but then it was a lot like how arrow was operating like they seemed very similar don't get me wrong, they're two completely different shows, 
right? right. But the way that they were handling the characters seemed were very similar. very similar, right? Where it's like you see these characters that you know already from the comics, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. I know all these things about them, and then they're like, yeah, those things are all wrong. We're just <laughs> doing away with all of that, and you're like, what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah, no, everything in the the TV shows were are very uh, tangentially comic book right it's like it's stuff i recognize but it doesn't seem like it should be right there yeah so like the the, the like the very beginning of, of flash it starts off like every other comic book adaptation where the flash feels that he needs to keep his identity secret or he needs to keep his not so much the identity secret you know superheroes <laughs> keep their identity secret that's fine he needs to keep uh the idea that he's helping people secret almost Right. Like, but as we know in The Flash, like, he embraces Central City, and, and Central City embraces The Flash. <laughs> oh, yeah. To the point where they have the Flash Museum. They, you know, they, they have Flash Day. Central City is, like, the Flash is essential to Central City and Keystone. And Keystone now. But, uh, can't talk about keystone yet <laughs> yet being the word <laughs> well i mean they did kind of talk about keystone a little bit he does in, they, the, first in the first season, season he, that's where he goes and fights it, uh girder drop it right yeah which didn't look like girder oh, for one god not at all <laughs> i mean i understand you might not want a big metal looking guy walking around it probably costs a lot of money in cg true but why call him that then that yeah i i don't know and they didn't even like use his power powers <laughs> the way that it they just made him a strong would. guy yeah <laughs> they were like hey let's do colossus but like let's call him girder <laughs> you mean that guy who was accused of raping someone and they threw him into a vat of steel and then he didn't die. He just kind of became the steel and, like, made himself into a body. And now he's constantly rusting and yeah, in that pain. One. And the Flash, like, takes him down by making him rust more and hurting more. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Let's, let's do that. let's get rid of all that. But all that, <laughs> let's change it. He's just Colossus now. He's and... just the guy that Barry knew in high school that used to pick on him. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's so, equivalent. <laughs> Flash Thompson. We have Flash Thompson, and he's Colossus now. I love it. Get it on, <laughs> Make on air. Make it happen. How is Barry going to take him out? Uh, punch him really hard? <laughs> what? He's going to learn how to punch really hard. Yeah, he's just going to like run from miles away and punch him really, really hard. Won't that... like? Break his whole arm? Nah, he'll be going way too fast. Well, wouldn't he like? Wouldn't the make when he makes turns? Wouldn't that like negate the running from really far away? No, no. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. Apparently, you don't know how science works. Right? <laughs> he obviously couldn't have made much more of a straighter path <laughs> on the way to this punch. He clearly needed to crisscross through fucking five miles of city blocks <laughs> all over Central. So, yeah, so that's what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. The first part of the, of the season, I thought it was very much not staying true to the comic book, and I had problems with it. But we get better. 
True. We get we get much better. This the and it's obvious that the show is a lot more. Uh, it's not is viewed by a lot more than Arrow than you know uh, probably Agents of Shield also. But it's it's a good show, so it's got good writing and it's got good character development. And that's when I think it's it it lends itself better because Flash, at least, well, okay, so Flash is a character that lends to being more uplifting, right. upbeat. Whereas Arrow, the way they've made him to be Batman light, is a lot more <laughs> dark and downbeat. Yes. So it's every week is going to be some type of guilt-ridden episode. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas now the, the Flash, every episode, is not guilt-ridden. It's more, hey, look what I can do. Hey, let me figure out a new way of doing this. Well, this season's kind of been like guilt-ridden, which is this season, odd, yes. But when but uh, it makes sense talk, if you've been watching. Yeah, exactly. But the first season with the relationship with Harrison Wells, it's more of Harrison Wells teaching, "Hey, Barry, thinking about this scientifically, you could do this." Right, and that's and that's I think is a, is a lot better because it it keeps everything more upbeat. I absolutely agree. So talking about this season, though, now we, and if anybody doesn't want to know about what's happened this season, because you're binge watching it on Netflix, now would be a good time to, uh... Turn this off and never listen again. No, that's not true. Oh. <laughs> Wait, we are well, trying again, to get rid of people? No, no, we, we want people to return. Ha. Huh. <laughs> Thinking about this wrong this whole time. So you go from now... And you could call, probably come back after another uh, 10 minutes or so and then uh, start listening again. But season two, we've started off and, you know, he's gotten his father out of prison. What does he do? His <laughs> father turns around and says, yeah, I can't do this. I can't be around you. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, I've been an absent father. I'm going to keep doing that. That was a pretty <laughs> sweet gig. <laughs> I only can only imagine that it's got to be something about they already have have set Joe up as his father figure, and they don't want a competing father figure up there. So they wrote the character to be, hey, I need to go do my own thing. I've been locked up in prison for the last fifteen years. Yeah, I fifteen mean, or so years. Yeah, it makes sense. I I because the didn't way have a problem with it. To be honest. Well, that's because in the comic book, Henry Allen's not around anyways. He's dead. True. So, I can understand that. Except in New 52, then it's... Is he not dead in New 52? He's in prison for killing Nora Allen. I thought he died in prison, though. He might have. I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) It's been a while since you picked up a New 52 comic book. It's been a while since I've picked up a comic book. That's the same with me. That's nah, unfortunate. I know. We, it used to be a big part of uh, my weekend. Indeed. Our new our new villain for season two. Zoom. Zoom. Supposedly. <laughs> well, that's the name he's given himself. That well, that's the name that other people have given him. True, kind but of. I would assume we haven't that... actually seen him. We have seen. We him. saw him in a flashback, but that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was like secondhand account. Yeah, type it's stuff. It's secondhand account from Jay Garrick. True. So you can pretty much take it as gospel because he's a he's a he's a good character. 
he is he's in, in the comics. Well, I, I'm you not can't saying, be you can't be saying, skeptical of everything. Well, we can. <laughs> Maybe didn't you I just can. Get, didn't I just get done telling you this is an upbeat show? We can't. It is an upbeat show. That's why you got to be ready for that foot to drop. <laughs> Fine. They lull you into security with, hey, isn't this happy and nice? And then, bam. <laughs> Adam Smasher talks about Zoom sent him to come kill the Flash. Jay Garrick shows up. He says, Zoom uh, is going to be coming after you with other villains. I'm not saying that he's not Zoom. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just recapping for people. Fair enough. So, Zoom... As we see but him, he's not Zoom through the through the uh, retelling from Jay, he looks like the Black Flash. He, he looks almost exactly like the Black Flash, except that he's blue instead of red, which is right. confusing. Well, that's what I, obviously this is something different or Clearly. something similar. So, alternate reality character character that we know is Zoom right now. <laughs> Looks like the Black Flash, but with blue instead of red. Right. Um, he wants to kill Flashes. That's his big thing. That he is tries. He what tries we're seeing we, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly, <laughs> yes. In the court of law, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, defense rests. <laughs> you could say that he was. He tries to kill Jay, mm-hmm. taking away his power. At least this is the way Jay tells the story. Isn't able to actually kill him because of the singularity. Well, Jay Jay isn't sure that Zoom took away his power, though. He just knows that he doesn't have power. Yeah, he just knows that he doesn't have his power now. And it might it was it around could the same have been time. because of going through the wormhole or whatever. But who knows? But but we've decided that we've Zoom decided that as an took audience away his powers. <laughs> well, and then we also see that there are. 52 different breaches in Central City. Oh, man. 52 <laughs> was all over that episode. It was awesome. You know what was hilarious, too? This uh, Today, I did my timesheet. You know how many hours I had for the week? 52. I was like, God damn it, it's everywhere this week. Uh, I, think the, I think the numbers are telling you something. Nah. <laughs> so, okay, so then... Obviously, that sets it up that Zoom is going to be pulling more villains into this world to fight Barry. So, it looks like we might be getting a, a Monster of the Week episode every week. Sweet. But, yeah, exactly. I actually don't have a problem with this because as long as they're bringing in character or villains that we know or we've heard of, it, it should be interesting. Absolutely. So, at the end of the episode, though, at the end of episode two, so we've, we've, we, we, we established that Zoom... Wants to kill the Flash, or at least this guy we know as Zoom. And he's bringing villains in to try and kill him. I don't know why he hasn't gone after Barry directly yet. Man, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) But in the episode, you did get to see the iconic Splash of Two Worlds cover. Oh my god, that was the best (laughs) With Patty Spivitt calling out to the Flash to help me. Ah, that was so great. They even did the dialogue that's on the cover. It's so awesome. It did look it looked great. So you have that and then the end of the episode we see an alternate universe we assume where there it's kind of it's a very steampunky or jet punk, you know, looking and Harrison Wells is is in charge of Star Labs again. 
And he's walking around. Yeah, it's got that kind of like retro yet futuristic feel. Kind of like how like in the 50s they had their sci-fi stuff where it was like, "Hey, it's going to be it's going to still be milk bars and <laughs> all of this fine stuff, but they're going to have flying cars." So and... very much uh Chicago World's Fair World of Tomorrow right. looks. Exactly. So we're going to have that that's yeah, that is exactly what it looked like. There's everything is kind of uh bronzy and, you know, slick looking, but, you know, futuristic from the 50s. So but Harrison Wells is the big reveal. Right. Spoilers. <laughs> well, I already said there was going to be spoilers it's here. true. You already told them to stop listening. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Do you, was speculating. What do you think? Is it going to be... Uh, an, is it actually Harrison Wells? Because we know in the Earth 1 Earth, there actually was a Harrison Wells, but he died in a car accident and Ebor Thon took over the, 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 the persona. Correct. Do you think that... Uh, this Harrison Wells is Eberthon, or is he going to be actually Harrison Wells? You know, I'm not sure. Uh, the way that it's set up, though, it could easily be Harrison Wells just on Earth 2. So do you think that was Earth 2? It could be. I, I honestly have no idea. Right. Because we don't know when it is, first of all. And this show is not and we don't know straight away from time travel. Is. And we don't know where it is. So those two together make huge questions. We know there's at least 52 other worlds if you take each breach as a different world. Right. So we'll see. There's a whole lot of season left. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to do that, though. You don't think so? I, I mean, it is DC. It's a DC it, property. True. They like to keep with the 52 worlds idea. Right, but... At the same time, they also don't like to weigh down the audience with an exact number. A bunch of different worlds kind of had multiple huge events trying to get rid of that exact thing. In the comic book world? Yeah, in the comic book world. <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Earths right, but then was they... specifically tailored to go, fuck these other worlds. <laughs> We're paring it down to just a few. Right, but then they went ahead and brought it all back. They did. If, uh, Final Crisis. True. Was it Final Crisis or Infinite Crisis? Uh, Infinite Crisis. Infinite Crisis brought it back. And then New 52 obviously does have fifty-two, at least 52 worlds. Right. So, I don't know what multiversity is, though. I think that's the more recent one. Uh, it's something to do with a different one. But then what? there's like this new thing that was I was told about. They're kind of combining worlds again. Oh, awesome. So, <laughs> they just go back and forth. They're like, you know what? The multiverse is awesome. <laughs> but it would be so much easier for us to keep our stories straight if there weren't the multiverse. That's true. I but mean, the multiverse allows us to do so much other cool stories. But it's so difficult to keep track of. <laughs> That's why you do Elseworlds. <laughs> You right? Just, just you keep everybody in one universe and then create Elseworlds, which everybody loves anyways. That's where you get Red Sun. That's where you get Batman by Gaslamp or Gaslight, whatever it's called. You know, those are... Gotham by Gaslamp. Yeah, Gotham, Gotham by Gaslamp. Sorry. But it was still good. Absolutely. Elseworlds and what ifs. <laughs> bring them back. <laughs> so if you want... To hear more about 
Flash and Arrow and all these other comic book TV shows. There's an, we have another show on Geek Elite Radio Network. What? Yes. There are other shows? There are other shows. There's that's a, weird. Another show. It's, it's called Televised Heroics. I do it with Daniel. And we talk about these shows. We cover them every week. I don't believe you. It's true. Check out our website, geekeliteradio.com. I think you're Harrison Wells. <laughs> I might be Harrison Wells. That would explain a lot, actually. Like the wheelchair? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, since you're talking about Elseworlds and, and What Ifs, I have, we have another show on Geek Elite Radio. What? That's all about that. You should check that one out. It's gonna, the first episode is going to come out this Saturday at 8, and it's, gonna be, it's called Imagine If. We talk about what ifs, else worlds, just imagines, you know, who would win in a fight? Every, every comic book reader talks about this and they say, hey, who would win in a fight? Batman or Night Owl? Ooh. <laughs> a good matchup. Right? So there you go. We talk about these things and we, we, put, we, put down, we throw down scenarios and we try to back it up with as much justification or evidence as we can. It's me and Franey. Me and Chris Franey. What? Now there's more of me? <laughs> yes. There's, uh, there's, there's lots of you. But you tacked on a different name. That's right. Huh. <laughs> Strange. Odd. Curiouser and curiouser. <laughs> more curious. <laughs> so those are, those are all the great things that we could be doing. Standard definition, however, the fourth show on Geek Elite Radio... I don't believe you that there's these many shows. We just had an episode where we talked about the 1990s Flash show. What? Yeah, that was ridiculous because uh, that show was is ridiculous. <laughs> if you if I had any problem with this new Flash show, watching the old Flash show got rid of all those problems because that show was terrible and poorly written and nowhere near good as the comic book. I imagine that show is how other people feel about Adam West Batman. <laughs> other people, so then you're saying that you like the Adam West Batman? I enjoy the hell out of Adam West Batman. <laughs> I, I have since I was a child. I have enjoyed that since I was. You know, what was always fun was trying to find whatever channel was playing those yeah. old episodes because it, it was like on one channel one week, and then it seemed like it was on another channel the next week, and True. you'd have to find it. But uh, and which was weird because it always end with same bad time, same bad channel. Never was. It was a lie. It was a lie. <laughs> Syndication screwed that up. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed that. I was I loved looking forward to that show. And now you know I can watch it and know that it's lighthearted and know that it's uh, from a different era and and really enjoy it. So um, I can I can get past the camp. But this Flash show from 1990. Which stars John Wesley Shipp, who plays Henry Allen in the New Flash, Barry, Barry Allen's father, as Barry Allen, was horrible. <laughs> right? Mind blown. See, Aaron and I do that show every week, Standard Definition, and we talked about how these new shows, Arrow, Supergirl, Flash, they all take little um, bits of the old shows or old prop, like old television shows or movies or whatever. And they use some of the characters and maybe some of the ideas and then these new shows, which is cool. You keep, keep the idea, the, the fact that these things actually existed out in the open, like Tina McGee, who shows up twice in the first season of, of the flash, this new flash 
was Tina McGee, Star Labs scientist <laughs> in the old Flash. Awesome. So, oh man, Supergirl. Totally looking forward to that. Really? I enjoyed the hell out of the pilot that I watched uh, not so legally. It was out there. Come on. <laughs> you know, watch it. Well, that's good. You know, I, I, I see it as it's on network television. You're not really taken away from the premiere. Right. Because it's, it's really, uh, unless you have a um, Nielsen, Nielsen box. box, a ratings box attached to your TV, which you don't even have. Because you, like we talked about last week, cut the cord. You do everything on your computer. It's not going to hurt or help their ratings that you watch at the premiere night. Very true. So, I don't really see it as a problem. But, you thought it was great. I enjoyed it. I I thought it was a lot better than I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, to be honest. I think, I think that's because in more recent history, since Crisis on Infinite Earths, Supergirl has not really been uh, handled well. Her character has jumped around and changed around so much that you don't really know what to expect from a TV show that has to do with the character. Oh, wait. I remember what I was expecting. Uh, I was expecting, like, that SNL sketch for, with uh, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> from Black Widow yeah. in the city. Yeah. The, the <laughs> like, oh, this is a rom-com. Oh, I'm a girl in a superhero world. I don't know what to do. Well, Shucks. Because you know, pro- that's what all their promotions Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Their like. promotional uh, TV spots all seem to make it look that way, that she's... It's it's Devil Wars Prado with superheroes, but it is not. <laughs> That's like the first ten minutes of the episode. I wonder if they do. They, I mean, obviously there are a lot of smart people behind uh, advertising and marketing, and they did it that way for a specific reason to <laughs> to whip us all into a nerd rage. <laughs> Be Make like, sure oh, I need to watch this so that I know how to bash it. <laughs> Because that's why I watched it, you, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was going to say, you might be giving a lot of nerds uh, a lot of uh, credit because we, we like to bash things without actually watching them, too. Oh, I do a healthy dose of that, too. <laughs> I just usually like to back it up with, I've seen this. You can't use that argument. <laughs> well, that's that's fair enough. I, I, I'm looking forward to watching the first episode. I look forward to watching it again because usually they change things. <laughs> Which I will admit that last year I watched Constantine when it came out. I did as well. And I didn't watch it when it first premiered. I watched it when it first premiered and when it came out at the beginning of the summer. Right. And they changed quite a bit. They did. Well, okay, I don't know about quite a bit. But a big piece of it was changed. The The story pretty much changed completely. Well, yes, yeah, at the end, so which makes the rest of the season completely different, right? So, I mean, if any, I don't know if anybody knows because they had that one actress leave, leave exactly. So they had to change the ending for first first episode. So the the, basically the the sidekick that they're setting setting out for the whole season in the first episode, who gets premonitions or she's able to scry where bad things are going to happen, right? And it's because she has a connection to. The magical world through her father who died. Yes. So she leaves, or she scries on a whole map, a bunch of different places that are where bad things are eventually going to happen, either in the future or presently or in the past. This is the Deus Ex Machina that uh, they came up with. Right. 
exactly. continue the story but, once they changed actresses. So when we watched it, the downloaded version, right? she agrees to stay with the team and help out and do what she can because she wants to honor her father's memory. Correct. The episode that airs, however... <laughs> She's like, mm, I'll give you this map. Right. But I'm out. Fuck and, this. Which is funny People because... People are dying. They used the same event at the end of the episode to to make it sway her either way. Right. It's uh, She goes past an area that she scried and there's a person dead or, or dying, getting into an ambulance... Yeah, and there was like a fire or something. Fire, yeah. It's a big catastrophe Somebody area. Died. Something. something happened. And in the downloaded version, she's saying, "I could have helped that person, and I could. We we can we can. I can. I want to stay around so I can help other people like this." Right. And the the version that aired, she's a, she's saying no. She goes, "Oh crap! I could have done something about that." I don't need this kind of responsibility. Exactly. I'm out. <laughs> so then we get a new character, the one that actually has premonitions. Right. So she, they still use the map, mm-hmm. but then they also have this new character that has premonitions become part of it. Now, unfortunately, that show did not last at NBC. Oh, I'm so upset by that. I know. It was such a good show. I mean, between Arrow, Gotham, Flash, and Constantine last, last season when they all came out, well, Arrow had already been out. True. I honestly liked Constantine the most. Consistently, I thought Constantine was better. I'll agree with you. Like, I, from a consistency standpoint, Constantine was better. It was quality through the whole season, just good. Whereas Flash had its moments where I was like, oh, okay, that was a, an alright episode. Nothing huge or cool happened but i didn't hate it so right no that's exactly what i'm saying i on a consistent level constantine i thought had the better episodes and better writing right and and maybe and we've talked about this before it's because neither one of us really read hellblazer books could be and we don't really know the character constantine so well so we didn't nitpick nitpick at it more true but the writing was good yeah i mean the writing was spectacular and that's not to say that we don't know Constantine though, because I mean we've read books with him. Right, in that's it. true. So, I mean, from what we know of the character, which is admittedly probably not as much as we know about Flash. Absolutely not as much as we know about <laughs> Flash. I'm sure there are probably many more diehard fans of Constantine than we are. But uh, yeah, from what we knew, like it, it, it was good. It was pretty spot on. Yeah, they. They had it right. But, unfortunately, NBC is a pretty big network. They didn't get the numbers that they liked. And, like many other shows that we've liked throughout the seasons, they uh, canceled it. Oh, I could have a show just about all the shows I'm upset NBC has canceled. <laughs> just NBC. Just NBC. Not even all four networks. Oh, just no. NBC. One for each of them. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm, I'm fine with this. I'll, we'll do this. We'll get it up there. No. <laughs> But uh, the good, I guess, silver lining of this um, bad news, we get Constantine that's going to show up in Arrow this season. Yes. At least two episodes that I know of. It was lightning. Not pop up. I hope everybody heard that, because that was a pretty close lightning strike. Man. That thunder. <laughs> the dog's freaking out. <laughs> He's like, did you see that shit? <laughs> 
Thor? That, that was fucked up. You guys saw that, right? I wonder why he was barking out there so crazy. <laughs> Apparently he was barking at the oncoming storm. At least two episodes of Arrow, we're going to see Con- John Constantine show up. Awesome. Which makes sense, because the new baddie in, in Arrow is uh, Damien Dark, who obviously has a magical power set. Sweet. <laughs> we need a master of the dark arts. Oh, I'm sorry. Dabbler. Dabbler. The dark master just sounds better on a business card. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so pretentious. <laughs> well. Meant to have them changed. <laughs> I really have. <laughs> is there anything else that you've seen that is coming out soon? What are you, what are, what movies are you excited about? And I don't want to hear Star Wars Force Awakens. Everybody's excited about that. So. How dare you? Uh, you know what? Why I don't want to hear I about it. You can. You can. I just said I don't want to hear about it. Year round. <laughs> <laughs> this week we have. Well, I don't know. Did you did you go see Pan? No. Were you interested in seeing Pan? Vaguely. Apparently you're in good company with the rest of America because not a lot of people went and saw it this past week. Really? No, it, it lost out to The Martian. The Martian did number one in the box office again. Well, and then I think good. it was Hotel Transylvania and then it was Pan. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected that at all. <laughs> well, you know, it's the only animated kids movie right now, I think. So it's still going to do well. True, but I mean... Well, Pan is... Pan's a family a movie. a lot of animation in it as well. I don't know. I don't know. That's I'm saying. I, I I that's something I don't really need to go out to the theater to see. I, I didn't feel, um, so I didn't go see it. Fair enough. Uh, this weekend, however, I don't know what comes out. I have no idea what comes out. I still need to see Sicario though. Oh yeah, that looks awesome. <laughs> Which reminds me, I still need to finish the show on Netflix. Oh the, yeah, well, Narcos. Yeah, I started that. That was a great. Sh- that's a great show. It is. I have not been able to finish it. In my defense, there's a, it's fall season, television, everything's new or coming back. I have a lot of things to watch. You have a lot on your plate. <laughs> I do. Since you watch everything. I do try and watch everything. The only thing, I, I do find this, sh- I, I do give the shows a couple episodes, and if I can't watch it anymore, I drop it. Which I'm actually surprised that you dropped Minority Report I, I, tonight. Tonight, I, I did. I was very surprised. <laughs> it, I was like, so... I would have bet that would go on for at least another two months <laughs> before Mitch would be like, "No, nah, I'm I'm done." I'm so busy now that I have to, I have to I have to call I have to call some of it. it it's going away, and and unfortunately, the the next show that's going to. Scream Queens. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I am getting rid of that. Where else am I going to hear Academy Award nominee Abigail Breslin talk about being spit roasted? <laughs> I don't know what it is. She, I watched a movie with her recently. It was called Final Girl. Not Final Girls, oh. which is the new movie coming out. I was out. about to be upset. But there's this movie called Final Girl. Okay. And basically she is a girl that... Her parents die at a very young age. She gets adopted by the CIA, and because she fits a first a, a certain personality profile where she doesn't really have great emotions, they train her into a killer, an assassin. That sounds exactly like that. What was that movie in like two thousand nine? The one with uh, uh, Sora Saronin, right? Sure. I, that sounds like the, that would be a really blonde chick. <laughs> that's, that's the movie that made me think of like X-23 the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what this is too. 
they don't really show her being trained or anything. They just kind of do a time skip and she's trained. Right. And she's now a killer well, or I mean, assassin. That's, that's kind of what it was with that other movie. That's too, true, too. It? Yeah. I don't know why I can't remember the name of that movie. I can't either. I think it was just the girl's name. I think so. But either way. Like Emily or something? Yeah, something know. like that. But they forgot to actually give training to, to Abigail Breslin. So... Like the when the times when it's not the stunt double doing the fight scenes and they need to do the close ups of, of Abigail Breslin, she looks so awkward throwing punches and, and stuff. It just it it was cringeworthy. I was like, Aww. Oh, this is bad. The other parts of the movie were pretty good. Like the one of the bad guys is uh, I, I don't know what his name is. He's an actor. He uh he's he was in the first Hunger Games. He was the guy from District I'm gonna kick everybody's ass and win. Oh, yeah, that the, guy. The one that gets eaten by the dogs? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he, and he's also in um, America, no, Lone Survivor. He okay. was He was in that, and he was... Did he survive? He wasn't part of the group. He, oh. He's, I, I believe mm. he was the... Oh, no, he's, he's in the, he's in the, the chopper that goes down. Oh, so, so no, he's <laughs> he not does Mark not Wahlberg. <laughs> no, he's not Mark Wahlberg. Um, and, and, uh... He's also in uh, when the game stands tall. Anyways, cool. He's he's up and coming. He's sports he's been ball. in a lot of stuff. Yeah, sports ball. <laughs> hey, you're getting into sports ball now. Uh, or at least a sports sport puck. that doesn't have a ball. <laughs> it's all sports ball. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> debatable. <laughs> Anyways, these four guys they have this thing where they like to take girls out in the middle of the woods as if they are going out there on a date with the main guy. And when they get out there, they drug the girl, and then they chase her down in the middle of the forest and kill her. And they've done this with at least 12 other girls. Like you do. You know, like a Saturday. Yeah. So she gets wind of this. Her handler gets wind of this. And uh, she he he puts her on the case, and she basically kicks their ass. Spoilers. She kicks their asses kills him i am surprised right so i'm just saying abigail breslin i think is kind of i mean when she was a kid she was doing a lot better than she is now her acting i think has taken a turn for the worse well i mean she is in high school so she's got things going on i'm sure <laughs> yeah so scream queens that's going away hilarious though no i'm gonna still watch it no, good i'm glad you will at some point. Sometime. I'll catch up with it later. <laughs> That's how I watch shows. <laughs> oh, it's on right now? Nah. Um, I got things to do. <laughs> I have things to do. I'll, when I have to sit down and watch 13 hours of it, then I'll watch it. I have these side quests on <laughs> Destiny that I need to do. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I just went out and... Got the new expansion too. Of course you did. Ah, terrible. <laughs> I haven't played it in so long. But yet you went out and got the expansion. I did is that I, the Taken King? The Taken King. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's not much I know about video games. <sighs> I see the commercials and I I either come talk to Chris or I come talk to Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm still happy. I'm still happy about Rainbow Six, even though I didn't get to play it with everybody in the ah. beta. That's that was so weird. I don't know why. They they said thanks for signing up, but fuck you. That's what they said to me. <laughs> awesome. 
Well, the game is awesome. So <laughs> well, we'll I will find out when it comes that. out. It comes out in March. Oh, so you guys actually finally got an official date because it got pushed back, right? It was December, and then it got pushed back to right. 2016. I'm pretty sure it got pushed back to March. Okay. That's a long time. I guess that's five months. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I don't think that it needed five months. Having played the beta, there it definitely did need some polish, but I don't think five months worth. <laughs> I think Battlefront needed five months. Did that officially sure. come out? It comes out next month. Ah, so I, I see a lot of people talking about that game. Yeah. And I, I haven't played it. I don't think I'm going to get it. What ex- exactly is it? It uh, It's... I know it's Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Wars. Um, it's like Battlefield or Call of Duty, kind okay, of. Okay, so you're a first-person shooter? Wars. Yeah. You can play in third person also, so there's that. So who are you playing as? Your own character, or are you playing... No, you play as some... Re- it depends on what game type you're playing, but usually it's uh, like the Rebels versus the Empire. So, like in the beta, they had uh, they had two game modes. One was a capture the flag type game mode, where well, I guess they both were kind of capture the flag. Anyway, one was called Drop Zone. Um, basically, these like escape pods would plop down in the middle of the match whoever acquired them got points you kill the other team it was rebels versus empire uh then but that was like six on six i think whereas they also had another game type called walker assault and it was the battle of hoth so you had big ass atat walkers stomping around and it was 40 on 40. Wow. Or maybe it was 20 on 20. Either way. Still, that's a, that's a lot of numbers. ridiculous amount of players <laughs> fighting each other. But can I play as, like, Han or Boba? It was kind of, it's kind of weird because unlike Call of Duty and Battlefield, they had, like, power-ups on the Battlefield that you could get. It would be kind of random for some of them. But there was one called the Hero Power-Up which would let you be an iconic character for a while. Really? Yeah. So on Walker Assault, if you were the Rebels and you got the hero power-up, you were Luke Skywalker. Okay. Running around, throwing your lightsaber and stuff. Throwing your lightsaber? Well, I don't know if Luke could. I didn't actually play the heroes. Anyway, uh, I know that Vader could. He was the... um, The power-up for the... For the Empire. Empire side? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool but, stuff. But not polished. Right. Not good. Uh, not I, fun. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was fun. I had fun. I just don't think it's ready for me to pay money for yet. Just from the sounds of it, what you were describing, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of options yet. I don't know if just those two games were just the what they wanted people to play. Yeah, it, and there's more. Yeah, they had they had other game type. You could see that there were other game types, uh, oh, okay. but they had them locked away for the beta. Got it. Um, but yeah, even so, not a lot of options. Like the fact that those game types are what they are, like Walker Assault. I couldn't really see that happening on any other map other than Hoth. 
So, like, that game type is just, you're playing this, this kind of thing. I don't know. Interesting. Like, with Battlefield and Call of Duty, it's like, oh, you want to play this game type? Here, we'll rotate through five or ten maps. Doesn't seem to me like that's going to be the case with Battlefront. Hmm. And that kind of upsets me a little bit. (laughs) So I'm not buying it right away. Fair enough. You got that, Disney? You're not getting his money yet. Take that, EA and Disney. (laughs) You'll get my money in other ways, I'm sure. (laughs) That's what, 70 some odd days until... um, Force Awakens. That's the name of that movie. Oh, man. I'm getting all my money when that comes out. <laughs> I, I'm i looking more forward to uh, Rogue One. Ah. So, that's where I'm at. That Hey, that sounds awesome as well. Well, I think for the second episode of Hey Mitch, we did a great job, and uh, we're going to cut it there. Sweet. Pretty good stuff. This has been Hey Mitch on the Geek Elite Radio Network. You can... Find me on Twitter at, at agent underscore of the underscore bat. You can find the rest of the Geek Elite Radio podcast on geekeliteradio.com, uh, facebook.com backslash radio. Chris can be found on Twitter if he ever got on there and checked it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. I'm sure it'll happen at some point. But you go ahead and say your Twitter handle. Uh, it's at uh, wizard. W-W-Y-Z-E-R-D. And if you want to go and like his Facebook page, it's spelled the same way. Oh, yeah, I do have that, too. You do have that. It's the entertainer page. with any of those. Yeah, yet. Yet. <laughs> exactly. Yet. Eventually. You can also go on to geekleetradio.com and sign up, become a member, and check out our forum. We're, we have a lot of great topics open there. And you can go on, give us some feedback, send us talk to us talk to other people of like mind and join our community or of unlike mind uh, that's also fun too <laughs> right and what else is the internet used for other than to... discussions <laughs> if everyone's just like yeah i agree oh I... okay well this was a short conversation <laughs> well see that's why gc is the hunter zolomon of <laughs> of conversations that's right he's got to make better conversations indeed <laughs> So for me, Mitch, I'm saying... What? Hey, Mitch. You're Mitch? We're out of here. You've been Mitch this whole time. This whole time. And you didn't tell me. For how long? You are right. I learned from watching you. (laughs) Wait, that doesn't work here. (laughs) We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.